0: Hi, I'm Andrea Tollison, an anti-diet intermittent fasting coach, and this is the Intuitively Intermittent Podcast. My mission is to provide women who want the health benefits of intermittent fasting with the community, resources, and coaching they need to not feel stuck on yet another diet. This podcast is one of those resources. Please be sure to seek out medical advice from a doctor or healthcare provider, as this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. Thank you for being here. Now, let's dive in. Hi, everybody. This is Andrea, and I'm here for a solo show today to share with you some experiences I've had recently and in the past with being triggered. So I want to start with um, a brief definition of what being triggered means for me. And I imagine that um, that notion of being triggered would mean different things to different people. And I haven't done any research Specifically, to see if there's sort of an acceptable or an a generally accepted definition. So this is really just based on how I think about it, and um, and I wanted to give you that context before I talk about my experiences. So when I say being triggered, that means to me changes anything that changes my behavior changes my feelings or potentially changes my thoughts. So as far as changes in behavior is concerned, it could mean that I um, something happens where I end up feeling like I need to make different food choices, or I need to change my exercise habits, or in the case of my intermittent fasting, it could be something that leads me to feel like I need to fast for longer, or potentially causes me to not fast as long as I might otherwise. So those would be examples of changes in behavior. A trigger that results in a change of feelings could be that I end up feeling guilty about something um, or that I feel shame that maybe I feel like I'm not enough, that I'm not successful enough, that I'm not doing it right. Those are all potential feelings that I might have if I'm feeling triggered. And then uh, as far as my thoughts are concerned, if I have felt triggered and I notice my thoughts will shift in a more negative or judgmental direction. So in the case of... Um, these recent triggers, it went to, um, thinking that I'm not, you know, I I guess it sort of overlaps with some of the feelings. And I think that thoughts and feelings are sometimes hard to distinguish. Um, but If I go from feeling really good about something or thinking positive thoughts about something, and then all of a sudden something happens and I find myself thinking more negative or judgmental thoughts, that would be an indication that I've been triggered. I wanted to give you some examples of things that could trigger me that have triggered me in the past. Um, Numbers, seeing a particular number on the scale. Um, Like I think of when, when I was dieting in the past, there's a sense of um, the the number shrinking is a good thing and so by virtue of that um, a number not changing or you know god forbid it's increasing and I, I wish you know I could put quotes around that like god forbid right like it's it's really not the end of the world but in if I'm measuring my success as whether or not I'm losing weight then increasing weight or gaining weight would be, you know, an indication of failure of some sort. And so i um, seeing a particular number on a scale that is higher than where I thought I was going to be could be triggering. Um, the size of clothing could be triggering. Um, you know, like if in, in my case, when I had lost a lot of weight on my last diet, and then I Realized that I needed to be done with that insanity, and started um, being more intuitive. And in in my case, also I was practiced started practicing intermittent fasting to hopefully heal my body in some ways. Um, I did I did gain weight back, and I've been honest with that um, on various podcasts and with anyone that I've talked to about it. Um, and the process of buying larger clothes at the times when I've done that to adjust for my size changing that that has also been triggering Um, other things that can trigger would be someone making a comment about something Um, like it could be a a personal comment uh, that you know a well-intentioned personal comment but it can still end up feeling triggering and then, um, you know, related to some of social media type stuff in Facebook groups, uh, on Instagram, social media, like I have a hard time with posts that talk about like cutting out food groups um, as a solution to, you know, some some problem uh, or when there's a lot of talk about weight loss or shifts in body size, like those conversations end up leading me to question whether I, I should be doing more um, to, you know, potentially result in weight loss again and, and so I find those things to be triggering again because, you know, going back to what I said at the beginning, those things those events that are triggering me lead to me considering different actions or having different feelings or thoughts that i wasn't having before whatever happened that was triggering me and i wanted to share two specific examples of being triggered that i recall off the top of my head Uh, one of them is from just this past saturday and i'll mention that second Um, the one that happened before that though uh, requires a little bit more of a backstory. So when I had, um, when I last dieted, I had gotten down to a weight that I hadn't seen since middle school. And I knew that part of my healing was that I was going to need to gain some weight back to, to undo the damage from the diet. And I hadn't, um, I hadn't weighed myself for a while. I was weighing myself and I stopped And then I weighed myself and I was back at what I thought might be a set point weight. Uh, And then I stopped weighing myself again because it wasn't proving helpful in any way, honestly. And I had gotten to a point where I felt like my body had stabilized and that my behaviors had stabilized. And I weighed myself again uh, after a period of, you know, several months, let's say, and When I did, I ended up being, you know, about 20 pounds heavier than the last time I had weighed myself. And this was coming from that place where I was feeling like I had stabilized. And and for me, my goal in this work currently is to find a place where my body is stable, whatever that means for it. (laughs) But I want to be stable. I want to have, I want to be listening well enough to my body's cues and needs that it can find the equilibrium point that I'm not going to be fighting against for the rest of my life and so when I saw the number that was 20 pounds heavier than previously um, it was a shock like it wasn't just a handful of pounds like 20 pounds sounds like a lot to me and maybe that's you know diet culture Conceptions that I need to work through, um, but that getting seeing that number on the scale meant that I had basically lo- gained back all of the weight that I had lost on the last diet, or almost all of the weight. So that was um, that was triggering for me, and at that particular instance of time, I remember feeling motivated to try to fast longer that day. I remember feeling like I needed to start making different food choices again. I don't recall the specifics, but I I was definitely aware that I was having restrictive diety thoughts again. And these things that I was considering doing, the changes were driven by a sense that I was failing and uh, that I I had dis-ease in my body and my mind around the number that I had seen on the scale and I I think I recall for that one day you know following through on some of the the different behaviors that I was contemplating but realizing the the trap I was was getting myself into of you know repeating past dieting behaviors and whatnot and just um I don't remember exactly how I got out of it. I think that's, it, I think being aware of it and just maintaining that sense of commitment to myself that I'm not heading down that road again. Um, I think that led me to be able to have a relatively short-lived um, relapse, if you will, in some of those negative, potentially self-destructive behaviors. So um, fast forward... I don't know, a handful of months, uh, like I, I'm i not regularly weighing myself, and, and now, um, you know, throughout this whole pandemic, so the, and I don't recall offhand the last time I did weigh myself when that, when that um, trigger that I just talked about happened, so um, it, it may have been that it was already a year ago, but I think it was at least six months ago. So now, fast forward to today. We it's um, currently recording this on the first of July, and um, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I talked on a prior episode about um, knowing that I have gained some weight through this pandemic, and you know the various reasons that I can look at as to why that potentially has happened, and you know some changes that I could consider while still prioritizing being in alignment with my values and wanting to have peace of mind but I know my clothes have gotten tighter and so I can pretty safely say that I've I've gained some weight back and um, I have been really trying to focus on giving myself grace recognizing that these are extenuating circumstances and if I Stress out about it, it's going to lead me to be more anxious, which is potentially going to lead me to have more of the unhealthy eating behaviors that I'm trying to avoid so that I can have that peace of mind that I'm craving. So, with all of those things happening, the pandemic happening, and noticing the changes in my body. Recently, let's say within the past couple of weeks, I had actually been feeling really good in my body. I had, um, at there was a period of time where during my shower, I was uh, combing my hair in the shower and I was losing more hair than I felt like I should be. And in the past handful of weeks, that has nearly stopped. And I attributed that personally to some sort of a healing in my body, uh, you know, related to some hormone healing of some sort. That that may be a load of crap, right? Like, I don't really know why I stopped losing as much hair. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking it's a good thing. Um, and, you know, someday when I visit the doctor, I'll probably talk about it and all that stuff but it felt it felt to me like progress of some sort like my body is more in balance than it was when when I was having this issue so I felt like that was a good thing and I've also been prioritizing walking um, like I used to when I was driving to work I used to go on walks during my lunch break and um, but I had a you know a 45 minute to an hour and 15 minute commute and so walking before work was just not a viable option for me. And, um, and so during lunch was really the first opportunity. Well, now with working from home still due to uh, COVID-19, I am finding that I don't necessarily want to walk during my lunch, that it's, too hot and so i'm taking advantage of the later workday start and i'm walking before my workday even begins and i've actually really been enjoying that um and i've been feeling really good during my walks like it's um i'm trying to pay more attention to how i'm feeling in my body uh and i found myself just being at ease, right? Like I'm walking, I'm not really feeling achy. Not that that's ever been a real issue for me, but there's just something about noticing that I feel really good. And that felt like I felt hope in that, right? That I had this sense of comfort and ease in my body. And then on top of that, you know, given that I know that I have gained weight during this time, I've been wearing clothes that are more comfortable and more forgiving of that weight gain. So um, they're not my work clothes and some of the stuff that I would have been wearing if, if all of this craziness hadn't happened, like when I have put them on, they were, they've been tighter and and less comfortable. And so for me, adjusting to clothes that aren't, you know, it's not like it's, you know, the workout shorts and it's the leggings and all that kind of stuff. And they've been comfortable, but I also, the sizes are different, so they're they are more forgiving as my weight fluctuates, and so I've I've been more comfortable, <laughs> frankly. Like in some ways, I'm wanting to expand my wardrobe to include more comfortable clothes. Um, it's been nice to have that flexibility, and you know, the, with myself being able to work from home. So on this given day, um, we were going to be having a yard sale, and I decided to put on a pair of jean shorts and. I was, I remember feeling a little surprised that they still fit me, but I was, oh, okay, like, I've been feeling good. Maybe, maybe I've stabilized again, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. And later in the day, for some unknown reason, I looked at the tag on the shorts and I was frustrated by the the size of the shorts. Um, they they must be one of the larger pairs of shorts that I have in my drawer and on top of the fact that sizes are wonky and a size x with one brand might be a size y in another brand like size is just it's screwed up to begin with but I had this sense that it was one of the larger pairs of shorts that I own and seeing that number was triggering to me so what ended up happening is that all of the thoughts and the feelings that i had been having about my body and feeling really good about my experience of my body lately all of a sudden as a result of seeing that number it almost wiped it out it like negated the fact that just earlier in the day i had been feeling good in my body And it reminds me, that trigger reminds me that I still have work that I have to do. And that if I am going to consider, you know, trying to weigh myself again or buying clothes that are more size specific again, like I have to be careful because um, being, being triggered is... If I'm not aware of it and monitoring my thoughts and my feelings and my my behaviors as a result of the triggers, like it it can it could easily send me down a path of despair again, uh, and whatever is going to happen to my weight, my commitment to myself is that I am not returning to that place where dieting and food are consuming the majority of my day, uh, the, th- the thoughts of my day. So I hope that these musings and ramblings are helpful in some way. I would love to hear your thoughts on what, what triggers you and how you navigate them. And, uh, you know, head on over to the Facebook group and share your experiences. I uh, know that there are other people that need to hear your experiences with this stuff because it is tricky and we need to support one another through these challenging times. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the Intuitively Intermittent podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you may be wondering what happens next. Whenever you are ready, here are three additional ways I can support you. First, head over to the Intuitively Intermittent Facebook group. It's made up of people just like you and is a safe space in which to find support and ask questions. Second, the group coaching program based upon my Freedom for Life framework starts up several times a year. The best place to stay informed about that will be in the Facebook group as well. Please share your interest and your email address in the entry questions for the group. Lastly, I do work with a limited number of one-on-one coaching clients. If you resonate with me and my message and want to see if working together is a good fit, please send an email to hello at thiswellseasonedlife.com. And I'll reach out to you to set up a time to talk. Enjoy the rest of your day, and remember your value as a person cannot be measured in inches and pounds.